take away this ball and chain
be that would be a pretty cool walk up song. I'm just saying. That's what they get this. I can't. I just can't. Me and Jessica the same way. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled show of the Arnie State Show. I don't even know what I said there. I don't think any of that made any sense, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. It is that wonderful day of the week we know as... Hump Day! Hump Day! Hump Day! So happy Hump Day to everybody out there. We have a jam-packed show. We have lots and lots of stories. We've got lots and lots of listener mail, including... (sighs) A new second verse to an old classic. Yep, yep. I I did my diligence today. I did a little writing this morning. Oh, boy. I think you're going to like it. Uh, tomorrow we have Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I tell you what, it's going to be a banger of a show. We've got, uh, a, a, something that was posed by V Coop. I got to work on mine today. Your all time movie, major league baseball lineup. No, uh, we got other sports to talk about, but, but like, you know, at catcher, who would you have at catcher? I, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, but before we can get to, to, uh, to, to any of that, we have a special belated birthday. Uh, happy belated birthday to Hangtown Mike. Hangtown Mike. Happy yep, yep. Now, one more. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. On somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday Mike, to you. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Larry. Hangtown Mike. Happy oh, birthday to you. God damn it, Mr. President. Man, you fucked that one up. But Mike, happy belated birthday, my man. I know that you're recouping well from your transition surgery and all that kind of stuff. So happy belated birthday, my friend. I love talking baseball with you. Watching the Ranger game last night, I was befuddled. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching our closer come in, and he walks pretty much the fucking bases loaded and gives up the tying run. Now, here's the disastrous part of the whole night. He walked the bases loaded, meaning he walked the first guy, second guy, and third guy. The entire lineup of Kansas City doesn't have a guy hitting over 200. Do you know how bad that is? That is awful. You don't have one guy hitting over 200? And you take the Rangers, the first place Texas Rangers, even though they lost their shortstop Craig Seager last night, or Seager, whatever his name is, pulled up lame. Motherfucker knows how to hit. Decided to go opposite field. Was going to get a triple to left field, which is unheard of. 
but they had their stupid little shift on, so he's a professional, learned how to hit, and then popped his hamstring, probably done for the season, our best player. Not that I'm bitter. But how do you let a team that doesn't have a guy hitting over 200 take you to extra frames? For the love of Pete and Joe and Mike and all those fucking guys that play for the damn Rangers. Oh, you piss me off. I'm glad you won, but Jesus. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, first one here, look at that. Battleborn in Nebraska says, Happy Hump Day, Dr. States and his family. Right back at you. Andrew says, it is... Hump Day! Yes, it is, my friend. Let's kick some ass. Uh, Gold says, morning, y'all. I do believe it is the day of hump. Hump Day! It is, my friend. It truly, truly is. Well, I freaking die! Great fire all up in the house. It says, holy crap, woke up thinking it's Taco Tuesday, but it's... Hump Day! For Christ's sake. Yes, yes, indeed, it is. Um, oh, my lucky the one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Oh, I gotta fart real bad and I gotta shit real bad and I'm afraid if I fart I'm gonna shit. There are only two outcomes in this situation and they both include the fire department. Oh my god. Oh god, I hope your day gets better. Uh, my man Derek is in the house. Derek, how are you, my friend? Becca! He says, good morning, ass family. Happy home day! Becca! Becca! The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Halfway through this great week already. There you go. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. It's my Friday. We're heading to Sand Mountain tomorrow. Okay, it sounds like a place I wouldn't enjoy, but I know that you would. Mmm. Mmm. A mountain made of sand. Fantastic. <laughs> Jasmine says, morning, ass family. Dr. State's happy. Um, Pump day! I only uh, really worked two days this week, and it's the longest two days of my life. Have a great day, everybody. Sanchez family says, get her done. Uh, get her did, I'm sorry. Not gay guy says, boner DS. Right Meow says, good morning, ass people. House of Pain says, happy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Good pandas, or trash pandas says, good morning, family. Sanchez family says, wind is day. Uh, happy belated birthday, Hangtown Mike. Stackar in the house. Says, good morning, ass family. You don't sound bitter at all. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. How are you today? Mm-mm-mm. And then there's out. You're out. She says, morning, all. Well, spring has sprung, and so I've gotten my allergies. You know, I can't just have a break. Can't just enjoy one week of good weather without blowing my nose every five minutes. Hug. Now, we, we, we have some breaking news here, and this is really, this is... Ladies and really, gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The United States and China are uniting in an effort to rehabilitate Yaya the Panda Bear. Now, this is a very, very sad story, one that we all saw coming. Uh, if you know anything about anything... Yaya the panda bear has been spending time in the Memphis Zoo and, well... Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit Ain't no people or places worth seeing there It's just a real pit Once I had a girl from Rocky Top She was a real mean bitch Every time Everybody! Rocky Top, you 
Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. No, no special kale. No one did rape the panda bear. The panda bear became became hooked to the South's only real commodity anymore, and that is Oxycontin. Yeah, uh, if I haven't seen it once, I've seen it a million times. Oh, Southerner's heroin. Oh, the Dixie delight, if you will. The poor panda. What? what what's that? What's that? Hold on a second. I'm, I'm getting a news break. No, no, no. It, it's actually developed a minor skin condition. Oh. Oh, okay. So the, 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 the panda bear that was stuck in Memphis did not get addicted to oxycodone. No, okay. I have my, I, it, it's a skin condition. They're going to, they're going to put some Lubriderm on it and it's going to be all better. So there you go. Okay. So maybe not really that much of a breaking news story. I thought the China and USA were barely talking. Oh, I see what you did there. I like it. I like that. I like that a lot. That was good. Yeah, I, you know what? I like that one a lot right there. Uh, Swoosh says morning and happy. Pump day. As family. Buenos Dias, Elgary says pandas being black and white have an identity crisis in the South. They really do. Speaking of the South, before I get started off uh, um, on, on the show, um, there's a story right now in the Metroplex. And I don't do a lot of local stories, but this one is really, really intriguing because it's been going on. And I, and I, would, I just watch one news station here in town, a local. I, I watch the local Fox because uh, the the 530 gal Clarice Tinsley she's been at the at the station since 1978 I I know Clarice Tinsley I trust Clarice Tinsley not really but I, I still like her and uh there's a story is awful story I and, and I'm not happy about this story so you got this special needs kid he has all three major kinds of retardation I, I, I don't know I, I mean he's all fucked up this kid is all jacked up, right? And his mama is, I believe, Hispanic, and he's Hispanic, and his birth daddy, I don't know where birth daddy is, but they got this other uh, pseudo-daddy in there who I believe is an Indian fella, and I'm talking dot, not feather. Uh, yeah, 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 not. Okay, we got all that cleared up, right? Well, a couple weeks ago, about three, four weeks ago, the kid, it, you know, he has all three major kinds of retardation. He goes missing. Now, the mama has got to take him to some kind of appointment or something, and she asked to borrow somebody else's kid. Now, I don't know. I, I mean. No, he's not retarded. I mean, that would be like the first thing I'd tell her. So she didn't make that appointment, so people started to get worried. Well, nobody has seen this kid. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. No, they, they, nobody's seen this kid for about a month now. And here's here's the, the, the really weird part. Is that mama and Indian stepdaddy, oh, yeah, 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 that, that one, have gone to India. Like, they took the other two kids and they went to India. They're in India. Do you know how hard it is to find people in India? There's like a billion fucking people there. Now, they've been searching this old, they, they lived in this like shack. 
I don't know how they can afford a trip to India if they live in a shack, but it, it must be Indian Daddy got some money over there or something. So uh, they've been taking these cadaver dogs, and they've been digging the shit out of this guy's lawn and all his property, and they ain't found nothing yet. And, and, and I'm feeling bad. These dogs are out there working all damn day, sniffing the cadaver dogs. And then you got people digging ditches. And the old man comes on TV, goes, oh, that kid ain't here. Well, it's a fascinating story. I mean, you went to probably the best place you could go to, India. It's non-extradition because they can't fucking find you. When you find Waldo in Delhi, you win the national lottery. No shit. I mean, man. Uh, Zach just texted, good morning, Dr. States and crew. After last night's Cub game, I have faith. Oh, Zach, you sent me some gold this morning. We're going to play some of the videos you sent me. Oh, boy, do we have. Oh, we have good stuff. Reddy Kid says, I hope they get murdered in India. Oh, so do I. I mean, this is an awful story. It, it is so bad. Um, but I wanted to share that with y'all. Um, uh, all right, where do we start here? Uh, let's start, let's start with the tame stuff, shall we? Because, you know what, no, fuck that shit. Well, let, let's start with this bullshit, shall we? Bud Light, now, I, I don't know if this is true. I'm seeing a lot of reports, uh, that this is very, very true. Bud Light, over the weekend, had a terrible weekend. Budweiser in general had a terrible weekend, and they're showing the stock prices at one uh, before this weekend. Budweiser Bush was uh, about one hundred and thirty-two billion dollars in the market cap. That was March thirty-first. Today, it's one hundred and twenty-eight billion. That means in the last. 12 days, and I don't know what's happened in the last 12 days, but Anheuser-Busch has lost close to four, or I'm sorry, uh, is, that, is that, yes, four billion, that is with a B, dollars. Arise, good morning to you. His last name is Singh, so he could be out in the farmlands too, very true. Timmy Nicole, good morning to you. Budweiser has lost... Four billion dollars. Now, there's a great Ben Shapiro video going around right now, uh, him explaining what has happened. Now, let me just tell you real quick that you can be as inclusive as you want to be because that's what this is all turning into. I had an interesting conversation with the Rise last night about inclusivity. That's the new word uh, du jour of the day, if you will. That's my French coming out. Thank you. Um, Inclusivity. We all need to be included in everything. Now, I don't know when that all started, but that is a little touchy, huggy, feely, bully shit for me. Inclusivity. Now, you know who doesn't care about it? Let, let, let me just let me, let me ask y'all a question. I know y'all are going to know the answer. Budweiser produces beer. Why? 
Do, do they like to cause alcoholism? Probably not. Do they do it so they can quench the thirst of their fellow man? Maybe. Do they do it because it's what they were born to do? Maybe. I have another reason why they do it. But I'll ask you another company. Here's another company. Do you think Google was started by a, a, a few nerdy guys because they got tired of ad being asked all the time, where can I find this on the Internet? Do you think they started this, this search engine out of the goodness of their heart because they were tired of it? No, Triple T has it, and he has it correct. They started these companies to make money. The end. And you see, Alicia, good morning to you. I'd play your song, but I'm in the middle of a big rant right now. So they start these companies to make money. And when they first started, they had to put everything of their own in there. And it was like that little engine that could chugga-chugga-choo-choo, chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo. Until it became publicly traded. That's right. Publicly traded, meaning they are selling stocks. They are selling shares of ownership into this company because that way they can make even more money. Now, you see what happens is those people that purchase stocks in the company are not doing that because they have 25, 30 extra dollars burning a hole in their pocket. No, they do it because they want to take that 25 to 30 dollars that's burning a hole in their pocket, invest it in something, and make it grow to where that 25 to 30 dollars that was burning a hole in their pocket will now turn into maybe a hundred dollars. All because they invest in the company that they believed in. Now, when they get reports that say the company is worth $4 billion less, this is what the stockholders have to say. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. That is what it's all about. I kid you not. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. Now, now, Ben Shapiro, this is where I will, I will, I will, I'm going to disagree with him on something. Let me read what uh, Ogre says. Dumb bitch VP of marketing said they need to draw in younger drinkers. Yeah, I imagine Gen Z with their 20-syllable coffee drinks and special non-allergen beverages are sitting around drinking Budweiser. Uh, this goes, look, 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 let me, let me argue with Ben Shapiro, who's not here right now, and, and I do respect him immensely. I respect anybody, right, left side, who has the balls to come out and speak their side and, and were willing to defend it. This VP of marketing, we've probably seen the video. I played a little bit, I think, of it yesterday. She's a moron. And... To think that, that anybody, when she came out and said it's gotten too fratty and too a humor, out-of-touch humor, you were talking about your core audience there. You pissed off your P1s. That's the first rule of broadcasting you're taught. Never piss off your P1s. I never once on the air said Led Zeppelin sucked. I don't like Led Zeppelin. I said they're not my favorite band. I said I don't listen to them. 
And people construed that as to say, oh, you said Led Zeppelin. I never said that. You want to know why? Because I didn't want to piss off my P1s. And it's not true. They don't suck. They're just not my cup of tea. But you don't piss off your P1s. Because if you lose your P1s, the, the fucking house of cards crumbles underneath you. Ogre couldn't be more, honestly. Correct the mundo. On this. These kids aren't sitting around, these Gen Zers, going, ooh, get me a Bud Light because they're so inclusive. Ben Shapiro says that Budweiser cannot come and then fire this girl because she'll claim uh, discrimination, discrimination against trans, this, that, and the other. And I, I would say, no, you know what? Let's go ahead and take this one to court. Let's go ahead and take this one to court because you were hired to sell more beer. Okay, that, that's your job. Your, your marketing job is to get us to sell more beer. The, and it, it, I, I don't care about the inclusivity. I, I don't care how you do it. Your job is to sell more beer. You didn't sell more beer, so you didn't do your job. Actually, you cost us $4 billion with your marketing campaign. You've caused irreparable damage to the company. So you can take your bullshit lawsuit. You can shine it up really, really nice, twist it up a little bit, bend over, and stick it up your Rudy Pooty candy ass. Don't give me this discrimination lawsuit. You didn't do your fucking job. And I know that in America, we don't live by the rule that we live by here on the show. Do your fucking job. She didn't do her job. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's someone else who would pissed off his P1s. Oh, I, I know. Uh, Budweiser apparently took close lessons from that cunt Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilms who went, how can we completely destroy the Star Wars franchise and piss off the majority of money-shoveling fans? Ogre, were you here last week when I announced the new three that are coming out? I'm not interested in all. I, I, I wondered what your take on that was. Do, do you have any interest in seeing the Ridley, whatever her name is, new Star Wars shit? Uh, I say LZ kind of sucks. I saw this post. This is someone that doesn't understand business and didn't look into their demographic. They wanted to get in the drink beer. Uh, don't fire her outright. Shuffle her off to another job like they did Don Lemon. Find the morning show equivalent of beer and put her there. Maybe handing out Bud Bumper stickers at movie premieres. <laughs> Oh, you got to put her down on the docks. She's got to be handling kegs. Dumbest thing about this is the audience they're targeting uh, drink gay drinks like White Claw. As long as Bud Light is beer, it's not faggy enough for that crowd. It really isn't. I would think that since this is, uh, I didn't have the company's best interest and stakeholders' uh, fraudulently interest in mind. Nope, I didn't see the last Star Wars movie, haven't seen any of the lackluster TV shows, and I don't plan on seeing the fucking Star Wars-related thing until they get George Lucas back in there. Okay, I'm kind of the same way. I know that a lot of people like the the Mandalorian or the Mandolin or whatever it's called. I just haven't gotten into it. I don't have HBO Max, so there you go. Now, this was sent to me. These two things were both sent to me, and I want to play them on the show. Actually, it's three. Two were sent by um, Zach. The first one is, um, I guess, there's a a pro-life talk going on at a college, 
and this is what they have to endure. Fuck pro-life! Fuck pro-life! You won't even let me answer her questions. Would you like me to answer the question? can't disrupt a peaceful gathering and no one's doing anything. You're assaulting her! That was mainly a woman's rally. Mainly women were there. A big couple of big black security guard guys came in there and were throwing people off that were attacking people that were there peacefully. I learned a new assault uh, watching some videos, um, and and I've seen I've seen it in play. Uh, you hit somebody. There's a nerve that that's in your uh, arm. It's right by your uh, by your armpit, and if you can hit somebody right there on that on that nerve. You can take them out. So I, I, I'm just suggesting maybe maybe work on that punch, you know, if you've got daughters that are going to college anytime soon and all that kind of bullshit. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you, this is ridiculous. I, I'll get more into my conversation I had uh, with, with your eyes last night. This is why you really can't do anything about it because this is where it starts. And I'm going to show you where it ends, too. Um, she started letting us know that um, she was transgender, really, um, before she could even speak. You know, she would do things like wear her sister's clothes. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Let me give you a little bit of background on that. Um, they're talking about how they knew their baby, their infant, their baby, their toddler, their, their, their little baby was a transgender before she could speak started letting us know that um she was transgender really um before she could even speak you know, she would do things like wear her sister's clothes um pretend that towels were her long hair and when she was about three years old um she started to withdraw and become depressed so we started doing some research we um talked to her pediatrician um, she started letting us know that um, she was transgender, really, um, before she could even speak. You know, she Those are people that are supposed to be looking out for the well-being of a child. Those are the kid's parents. And the, the, the mom, I guess, I mean, the bearded one looks like the father, but I don't want to assume any roles. Already has a sweatshirt on that says trans lives matter. <sighs> a couple years back, this would be abuse. I feel bad for the adoption agencies and receiving homes. Yep. Before he could even walk, he was wearing his sister's clothes. No, bitch, you put them on him. Yeah, it wasn't like that kid was picking them out, but 
I've warned you. I've told you that other countries are paying attention to us, and a lot of people don't really fucking believe me. Well, you might enjoy this interview from a tribesman in South Africa. Listen closely. America right now comes to Tanzania, comes to Ghana, comes to Zambia with 16 million. And guess what? 16 million only for Zambia. The 16 million, ask me, what is it for? What is it for? For human rights. Across the river, China and Russia coming to South Africa. Ask me for what? For what? For a military training and skills sharing of security. So the Americans are more interested in a transgender, homosexual agenda around the world. They will invest their money and give you money to protect human rights. Russia and China are coming with weapons and militarization strategies so that we can protect ourselves. So I want to say this very loud and clear to the Americans. Continue on your transgender agenda. <laughs> Stay there. Leave us to do politics on the other side. Because what we need right now is not a minority human rights activation. What we need is a societal transformation. And for you as Americans to think that we really envy that when you have an anti-lesbian, anti-gay, LGBT principle, then tourists will drop. Let me correct that once and for all, Smoot. And cut and clip this, and it must be loud and clear. Are you saying to me that all the tourists are gay? And when you hear that this is a non-gay zone, tourism will suffer. Question number one. Question number two. Are you saying that we don't have a right to expressing ourselves as Africans? Question number three. If democracy means majority rules and majority votes against a principle, then why won't you allow that to become law? Are you saying the minority must manage the majority or the majority must manage the minority? Then if that whole ideology is wrong, then take democracy in a nice black dustbin bag and throw it outside. Because what you are telling us is, the, is, is by the people, for the people, with the people, and all, the, all those slogans you hear, what democracy represents. If we are 10 in the room and nine people say no, and one, people, one person says yes, democracy says you go with the majority. So if we say we want to make Africa democratic, and the demographics of our democracy says no, then why do you philosophically want to manipulate the will of the majority to favor the will of the minority? Then this is where it really gets confusing to me. Because you're selling me one thing, I understand this democracy, because it is based on the principle one, two, three, four, five. When it comes to practice, no, you can't practice it like that. Then what do you want? Very interesting take. Seven up, never had it, never will. <laughs> oh, I had no idea Abdullah Butcher was so damned eloquent and polished. By the way, Dark Side of the Ring coming back in May, and they are doing a Dark Side of the Ring on Abdullah the Butcher, the madman from the Sudan. I wanted you to mainly hear that first part about what Russia and China are doing for Africans while Americans are there to pass on this pro-LGBTQ, which, by the way, we came up with a new name last night. They're no longer the Alphabet Mafia. They're now the Alphabet Cult. And I, I, ha I have a bit of a conundrum here. I do. Because of this inclusivity. And I promise I'll, I'll get off the transgender stuff here in just a second. 
because we have to talk about stupid fucking Joe Biden. Um, the idea of inclusivity is a great idea. It, it is a wonderful idea. This is all of this bullshit with our cabinet that we have that we're putting unqualified people in jobs that they can't do to fill certain quote-unquote quotas. I don't know who put these quotas in place, but they're make-believe and they're made up. You don't need to put somebody who is a transgender in a job just for the sake that they're a transgender. If they're looking over transgender studies and things like that, then I think that might be a good job for them. But health and human services, probably not that great a job for them. You want to you you want to take a mayor from a very very small college town who didn't really do a good job in that college town, and you want to make him secretary of the transportation for what reason? Oh, he's gay. That's not a qualification. Where you put your wiener is not a job qualification unless you're a porno actor. That's it. Or possibly a penis model. One of the two. I think they kind of go hand in hand. This is what I hate about America. And, And I said America, not our country. Because usually I say I love America, but I hate our country. But this is the mindset that we have as Americans. And we all need to get it out of our head. We don't deserve anything because we're Americans, and we're not owed anything because we're Americans. You get jobs based on your qualifications. The end. Stop crying. No. Qualifications only. If you want a secondary qualification, you're going to have to run it by everybody. But the qualifications are, are you qualified for this job? The end. Doesn't matter if you chop your wiener off and you cut your tits off. I don't give a fuck. Can you do the job? Oh, you can't? Okay, then you, the person that chopped your dick off and your tits off, then sorry, you don't get this job. No, it's not because we think you're a weirdo because you chopped your penis off and your boobs. No, you didn't qualify for the job. If it's for a penis model, I don't know how you're going to do it without a penis. I honestly hope this administration goes so far with this EEO inclusivity bullshit that it just goes away indefinitely. It goes away indefinitely. Oh, I I think it will. But Mayor Pete managed 40 whole buses at South Bend. Got to love all the demographic questions regarding sexuality and gender when applying for a position. Has nothing to do with the job. But see, we as Americans, we've got all this this feel-good saying, well, if it has this, when we have to add that. Stop it. If you're qualified for the job, then you get the job. Now, if you have an employee, if you are qualified for a job and the place doesn't hire you based on the color of your skin... That's why we have a legal system in place. And by the way, why would you want to work there? That's my favorite question to ask, is when when you find out that these people are bad, 
are you really suing them because you want to work there now and you're ready to change hearts and minds at whatever job it is? Where I guarantee you your job is not to change hearts and minds. That was one of the biggest things I had to learn in radio was when we would really start the debating. And that we, we started debating in about 1998, seven. And we got into some heated debates early on when it was the three of us, and mainly because we were in a small production room while they were awake working on the main studio. And that was before even the ping pong paddles. So I was getting interrupted a lot. So I used to take a lot of the debates, and, and so did another person in there, <laughs> take them very serious. Until we had to sit down and realize we're there to entertain people. And I can give my thoughts, and, and that's what I'm here to do every day is give my thoughts on things to maybe make you think. I'm not telling you how to think whatsoever because that's not my job. My job is to make you think on your own and to laugh. Hopefully I do a pretty decent job both. But it's not your job to change hearts and minds. If you want to go work at, I don't know, a fucking Staples and they only hire white fucking Aryans, do you really think that hiring a black person there is going to change the hearts and minds of those Aryans that are working there? The answer is no. You're leading a lamb into slaughter. That's what you're doing. All in the name of diversity and fairness. Now, first of all, what the fuck are you doing hiring all Aryans? I mean, we got to look into you there. <laughs> but it's just so maddening when, when you see all this stuff. Um, all right. Let, let's talk about Captain Dipshit, shall we? Um, the White House yesterday came out and admits, we don't know if the Pentagon leak is contained and warns the press rep- not to report on classified files. John Kirby comes out and says, top secret Ukraine files have no business in newspapers or on TV after a massive breach. Well, why not? Why not? I mean, you're not going to find the breach. Let, 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 let's all be honest. We're still looking for the Supreme Court breach that happened over the summer in the Roe versus Wade thing. Remember that? Remember all that, how that, that broke? There was a breach there? We still don't know to this day how the letter got from uh, Diane Feinstein's office to the Washington Times, or the Washington Post, I'm sorry, about a letter that was sent to her because Judge Kavanaugh kept some girl in a room at a party. And it magically showed up in the Washington Post. Nobody knows how it got there. There was obviously another breach, another letdown in security. So how about this? How about when the news gets all these things, they report everything that they find? Because, you see, that's their job. Why should it be a secret? Why? I mean, you get get Kirby to come out. John Kirby says, oh, it has no business. This is no business of the American people. Motherfucker, who do you think your boss is? Your boss don't live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. 
No, 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 no. Your boss lives on every town street USA. That's who your motherfucking boss is. Now, you might have security and you might think that you're better than everybody, but we are your fucking boss. And until the American people realize this and start standing up to these fucking blowhards that use taxpayers' dollars to go visit Ireland and take his crack-addicted fucking son with him, where his own security detail cannot be armed. In a country known for their terrorism, mind you. Might this be the plot? Why is it not our... our, I don't understand why the National Security Council spokesman, John Kirby... Says it's not not our business. It is our business. Our taxpayers fund uh, are, are funding all this. Why is this not our business? We want to know. We're deserved to know, don't we? But instead, he says it's not our business, and we should just move on. And oh, don't worry about things like that. Hey, did you see this? Uh, well, the. the w- this is this is the dumbest thing that Joe Biden and I got to say Joe Biden has done some dumb shit. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your F, uh, uh, your, your CFO who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. The Democrats and Joe Biden announced yesterday that the Democratic National Convention of 2024, this is where they, they oh, uh, the people from the great state of California decide to piss our votes away on this candidate, right? They're going to have it once again in Chicago. By the way, there were 20 people shot to death last weekend in Chicago. Holy shit! I know, it was a slow weekend. Come to Chicago, Democrats, and die! Is, is, that, is that the campaign? Is that the slogan? Oh, you, you know... You know for a fact they're going to slither this bitch out. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. Oh, she's going to play this one big. She's going to be one of the speakers. And people are going to erupt for her. This is what I'd like to see happen at the convention. Um, Was New Orleans all booked up? Well, they turned down New York and Atlanta. They're saying they're trying to focus on Midwestern battlegrounds. I'm going to say this right now, and I I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. And, And it is pretty harsh. With the first 45 minutes of the show, we dedicated to this whole transgender movement, which this whole transgender movement is a is a war against women. I've seen it as this war against women. We talked yesterday about how two uh, American soccer players have said, oh, we're all in favor of inclusivity. That is until they get their jobs taken from them. That, 
that's down the road. I I don't understand this. Um, and and I'm just gonna say it. I'm really going to have a a hard time respecting any woman who votes Democrat in the next election. Now I now I'm not saying you have to vote Republican. Not by any means, because I understand the Republicans are fucking awful to women as well. If you want to sit down and, and explain your stance on Roe versus Wade to me, all that kind of stuff, we can sit down and have a conversation. I understand that both sides don't have your best intentions, but at least one side knows what a woman is. I don't understand how you're going to vote for a party that won't even define you. I don't get it. Now, if you can explain it to me, I could change my stance on it, but this is the hard stance that I'm at. Like I said, you don't have to vote Republican, but I don't know how you vote for a party that is at war with your kind. That awarded a woman a a Budweiser sponsorship. Nike has come out and said, oh, we believe in inclusivity. This is why we've hired her. Well, why haven't you hired any other female athletes to endorse your brand? Because it's not about that. It's about inclusivity. How come Riley Gaines wasn't approached by Nike to wear their outfits? She's actually in shape. Well, Dylan, whatever his fucking name is, is a fucking cartoon character. That's right. I said it. He's a cartoon character. I look at Dylan Mulvaney in, in this in this sense. You've seen all these women that have had these horrible plastic surgeries and have these cartoon-style boobs. I mean, these boobs that you would see in some kind of fucking biker magazine drawn in. Gigantic hoots that are like fucking double Z cups. That's not attractive. You're a fucking cartoon, and all Dylan Mulvaney is is a fucking cartoon. And what I believe is happening right now, and this this is this is where I, I, I battle so much because I don't care what I say. I don't care what you want to say to me. I believe that there are a lot of people that are a part of the lesbian and gay society that don't want anything to do with the transgender community. They think this is weird. They think this is strange. And all the rights that they and the people before them fought for, some died for, is now being used in a way that isn't really helping their kind. I hate to say their kind, but the gay and lesbian. Everything's now focused on this transgender. And I think the, the gays and lesbians need to come out and say, enough. Look, hey, we understand your struggles, but you're going to have to do them on your own. We're no longer a part of this. Because this, the, the, the alphabet cult has been taken over by the T. The letter T has taken over that cult. Um, let's see. I hope Mayor Gollum becomes a serial killer in Chicago's South Side. Hopefully the non-existent guns will not do any harm to any of the big-name Dems. You want to put a woman on a beer can and sell uh, Paige Spareneck or Alexa Bliss? There you go. 
I wouldn't buy a bra that was a natural-born man that says good fit. What the fuck does he know about a woman's body? Yep. And him holding tampons. What does, where does he put them up his ass? You don't have a period, me, and trust me, you don't want one. No, see, and that's the thing is Democrats are telling you, oh, they are women. They aren't. I'm not trying to put them down. Look, look, once again, once again, for the bazillionth time, at 18 years old, I don't care what you do. I, I, I really, really don't. I, I don't care what you do at 18. If you want to chop your nuts off, hey, more power to you. Really, seriously. Um, but before that, I have a problem. And, and, and this kind of hit me last night. I was thinking about this. A California mom is outraged after her daughter's school district upheld a parental secrecy policy allowing school officials to offer gender counseling without informing the parents. R.O. Regino said her 11-year-old daughter's elementary school in Chico helped her transition from female to male during the last school year, but a guidance counselor kept her in the dark during the entire process. During one of the meetings, my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity. They ignored her request and did nothing to support her in letting me know what was going on at school. Should I go on? No, I shouldn't, because here's my question. I've tried to ask this to some teacher friends, and I believe that the union has gotten to them. By saying, well, we, we sometimes don't involve the parents. I, I, I asked kind of this question loosely. I said... Why does it seem like the parents and the teachers aren't the allies anymore? And it, and like when a kid does something, you don't tell the parents. And I was I was kind of skirting around the transgender issue because I didn't want to make it about that because I wanted to get the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is this: is that they say, well, sometimes the parents are abusive, and we want to keep that, uh, you know, on the down low. We don't want to get the kids hurt. Well, that's beautiful. That 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 just that touches my fucking heart. I'm almost crying over it. But I have a question, and I didn't come up with this question until last night. Mm. So you don't need a parent's permission to change the sexual identity of a child, but you. Do need a parent's permission to allow your kid to go to the museum. Hmm. Let that resonate for a second. Let that dynamite go off in your head. You need permission slips signed by the parents to go on field trips, to go to museums, to go to petting zoos. To, to, to go to the Jelly Belly Factory. Which all, I guess, are all far more dangerous than allowing your child to transition and possibly take medicine. Medicine so they can transition into another sex. Anybody want to challenge me on that?
I mean, I, I, I think I would erupt. I, and, and I hope somebody hears this, and I hope that they steal my words. Take my words to the next school district meeting you go to. Do you need a parent to sign a permission slip to play school sports and a physical as well? I believe you do. We should all go to the Jelly Belly Factory. Eh, it's not that great. Uh, if you're that worried, then call the police and have them investigate. But you do not withhold the child's information front of the from the goddamn parents. No, you don't. No, see, that's the whole thing. You don't. And that's what teachers are doing now. Because teachers are, are mad at the system. They're mad at the system. So they're going to say it's our way now. But you need parents like this lady to stand up and come in front of the school board. You need parents like that guy in Virginia who lost his shit. Who the FBI then investigated because his daughter was raped and the school district said nothing to him about it for like three days. I don't know what's happening anymore. I, I, I really don't. I, I, people need to fucking wake up to this shit. They need to go out. Look, look, I know y'all got jobs to pay and you, you got bills to pay and all that kind of bullshit. It's time to go to the street and start fighting these people back. Say no. Uh-uh. No moss, por favor. We are tired of all your motherfucking bullshit. Mama. Good morning, hot mama. How are you? Uh, good news for everybody. Uh, if you were all wondering, and I know you have been, uh, Brittany Griner will be working on a memoir that is scheduled to be released in the spring of 2024. And she is going to share her, quote, unfathomable experience of being arrested and incarcerated in Russia. Let me write the book for you real quick. Chapter one. I was a dumb fuck and took drugs to Russia. Chapter two. I was a dumb fuck and when I got to Russia, they found my drugs. Chapter 3, in Russia, you ain't going to get a fair trial because it ain't America. Chapter 4, oh my, they found me guilty and I have to spend nine years in a gulag. Chapter 5, thank God I'm a lesbian basketball player and I mean something to our country. That'll be the, that'll be the fictional chapter. Chapter 6, I'm coming home because I'm a lesbian basketball player. Chapter 8. I have done nothing to thank my country for bringing me home. Chapter 9. I have written this book and will make millions of dollars from it. Chapter 10. You are all stupid. The end. She describes her stark and surreal time living in a foreign prison and the terrifying aspects of day-to-day life in a women's penal colony. 
At the heart of the book, Reiner highlights the personal turmoil she experienced during the near-10-month ordeal and the resilience that carried her through to the day she returned to the United States of America. Man, oh man, she had it tougher than prisoners of war. Hey, John McCain, fuck you, you pussy. You didn't have it as hard as her. Arnie, stop. You can get paid for doing the audio version of this book. I can't. My voice isn't deep enough for her. Jesus Christ. We're writing a fucking book. Well, Gavin Newsom was a fucking idiot again. I, I, I know. I mean, I, it, it's hard to say who's the dumbest person in charge in this country. Is it, is it Joe Biden or is it... Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically... I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Fuck you, too! Um, Gavin Newsom's on this weird campaign uh, where he's showing himself around America. Uh, Zach says, is she going to admit she did something stupid? Of course not. Of course not. She's going to say, hey, this is cannabis. I use it for medicine and blah, blah, blah. And and, and look, th- this goes back to what I said a long time. This is where Americans, this is why the rest of the world hates us. Because we go to these other countries and we think that we're the big swinging dicks of the world. We're Americans. And that our shit doesn't stink. Why in the fuck would you ever take marijuana to Russia? I mean, just for the sheer fact that you could get caught with it and could get up to nine years, that's not enough to deter you from it? Well, then you're an egotistical American, and she got away with it because, well, we allowed it to happen. What would that have been like if it was, I don't know, just a regular black woman? Maybe even a black man, or what if it was a white man? I mean, we have, there's a journalist right now who's in, in prison in Russia, and we don't seem to be fucking throwing everything at the, the counter to stop that. Did she write about the benefits of trading the merchant of death for it? No, no, not yet. Um, I'm sure Gavin will return and say, the South loves me everywhere I went. They said, bless your heart, yes. Um, a weird video has surfaced from uh, the from the New College of Florida last week, uh, where Gavin Newsom was seen. He's clapping along in silence as faculty members and students at the Cart uh, Liberal Arts College, shocking, offer their rendition of the religious song. He's got the whole world in his hands. I'll play it for you. Let's see. I mean, he looks really uncomfortable there. Do I? I don't see anything like horribly awry about it. There's a bunch of people clapping. He just looks like he doesn't want to be there. I, 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 here, I'll share it with y'all. 
I just uh, I'm, I'm watching it. I don't understand. Like like, look, if you got good ways to attack him, do it. That that's just they say serious Patrick Bateman vibes. That's the American psycho. Yeah, I mean, look. This campaigning that he's doing across the country is wonderful, and it's fucking so obvious it hurts. Good news, she's writing a memoir. Time to cash in, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Um, all right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll call that the first break right there. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do listener mail. You still got time sending mail. Um Arnie Radio one at gmail.com. That's where you can send it. We'll be doing those uh, next here on The Big Show on a beautiful hump day. Uh. I've been walking these streets so long, singing the same old song. the name of the game and nice guys get washed away like the snow and the rain there's been a load of compromising on the road to my horizon but I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me like a
He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him, you'll forget in time. As the years went slowly by, she still prayed upon his mind. He kept her picture on his wall. Went half crazy now and then, but he still loved her through it all. Hoping she'd come back again Kept some letters by his bed Dated 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears All dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her a place to reap upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time And we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time He's over her for good He stopped loving her today It placed a reef upon his door Stop loving her today Doing things that you don't 
757-FANS. You're out, says benefits of working from home for the day, doing my best rhinestone cowboy in my room. Cowboys Girl says, I stand by my man. Braddy Kid says, that was a good series. Yeah, the George and Tammy's. Oh, fantastic. Jessica Chastain won a, what, a SAG award for that. She did a great job as Tammy Wynette. Um, the dude did a good job as George Jones. The single was a tad bit off, but that's okay. I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, sometimes it's hard to be a woman. That's what the tranny said. Is this genderphobic? <laughs> Longhorn Wiener Dad says, Good morning, my brother and ass family. It's once again my Friday, and as always, OU still sucks. Amen to that. Well, it is now time for listener mail uh, each and every week. Uh, oh, wait, I didn't even check to see if there are any last-minute uh, addendments. Addendums. Uh, let's see. Nope, nope, nope. All right, uh, we can close out of that. All right, perfect. Uh, by the way, Listener Mail brought to you each and every week by our fine friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, goodness, the rest. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. The rest, you know what they like to do? I just found this out. <clears throat> True story. The rest like to come to your house for that fake estimate, and what they do is they like to steal your tables and chairs. And then they switch the parts on the tables and chairs, and they take them to the alphabet cult rallies, and they sell them as trans furniture. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do with your furniture. They break it, and then they glue it all back together, and now it's a trans chair or a trans table. And they sell this and make money so they can continue their operation 
of trafficking senior citizens for sex films for weird shit-a-stand princes. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's illegal. And you know who doesn't do disgusting and illegal stuff? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. No. No, Jesse is there to give you the best floors that you want. He's there to do an amazing job, and he will. He has no interest in, in, in funding senior trafficking. He's a good man. Give him a call. 775-267-4123. Uh, oh, wait. I got to get the right things pushed here. That way I can actually start the bit. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Brady Kid taking a fat shot at me, uh, saying I'm not allowed to stand by my man, I'm forced to stand behind him. Because, like, Brady Kid likes to say, I'm just a big fat fuck that should have been aborted. But that's what she likes to say to me, you know, in private times. Uh, first letter here is... <laughs> oh, oh, we got a question. Oh, we, we, oh boy, oh boy, is this a big one too. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we need uh, some advice has been asked, so uh, we have to sing to start the advice. If you have some problems, I'm here to help today. Fat or slim. Before I go and drop my pants, 
that's not the only one. No, I promised you people a second verse, and we're going to give you a second verse to another classic Ask Arnie song. If you need help, then I can help you, and I know I won't be wrong. You like how I sing? Well, I sing to answer all the questions you have for me. Hands reaching down, touching things, touching me, touching me. changing and I don't like what I see and what I see is so stupid and crazy and it's not the world for me guys turning into girls Girls turning into guys. I ask why. I ask Arnie. All you do is ask him now. Before I go out and fuck another. I give you solid fucking gold. I, I, I can't get any better than that.
I just can't. I cannot do that. I mean, wow. Man, oh, man. Uh, let's see, motherfucker, Brady Kid said. Brady Kid sounds like my mom. If I hadn't a nickel for every time I told her it should have been an abortion. As some kids out there only have one nickel too soon. Is that Dale Gribble's bluegrass experience? No, you people, Sarah Connor, before you fuck the cow, I sincerely hope you got the cow's preferred pronouns. Oh, all right. First letter here. Uh, it's from Kelly with an I. It says, Dear Arnie. By the way, did both those songs uh, with dip in my mouth. Yeah, that's how much of an entertainer I am. I have been sober for about two and a half years now. Congratulations. That's awesome news to hear. Uh, but my dad was just killed in an accident, and it seems as if my world is slipping away. Mm. How can I get through this without drinking? I'm really trying my best right now, but I don't know how much longer I can do it. And that's from Kelly. Kelly, I understand it. I, I, I get it. And um, it takes me back to a day that I hate, uh, March 16th, which I know is Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, but I hate the day. It's the day I lost my dad. And um, I was living in Reno at the time. And that night, the Wolf Pack was playing a, a, a basketball game against the University of Texas in the March Madness tournament. And I was invited to go out with friends to watch the game to kind of get me, you know, I, I don't know what people were thinking. It wasn't going to get me in a good mood, but I understood, and people wanted to be around me. And there were a few people that were afraid I was going to drink. Now, I went to a friend's sports bar to watch the game, so they, first of all, they're inviting me to a bar. But... um. Kelly, I, I'm going to tell you what I told these friends. Um, and it, I'm, if it's too soon to say this to you, I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, drinking will not bring your dad back. What drinking will do, if you're somebody who has a problem with drinking, I understand people who don't have issues with drinking and they drink to drown, to, to numb the pain. I, I totally understand that. That's what we call life as alcoholics. Um. This is a pain that you're going to have to suck it up and take. You can't, you can't numb yourself from this because numbing yourself isn't going to make anything better. It's probably going to lead to absolutely more problems in your case. And I don't think that you want any more problems. I don't think that, that in the two and a half years that you've been busting your ass to stay sober, I don't think that your dad would be happy that, that you ended your sobriety because of this. I know that my father would have been absolutely fucking ashamed of me if I did. He would have been horrified. And the truth of the matter is, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to drink. That's what it comes down to. Everybody looks for this excuse to drink. Fuck, and there are a million excuses to drink. I stubbed my toe. I need a fucking drink. Alcoholics will find a fuck. The sun came up this morning. I need a drink. Now, this is a good excuse. Well, my dad was killed in an accident. I need to drink. Why? Does it make the world spin backwards like that Superman movie? And you're going to get your dad out of the car? Because you're not. And I'm sorry. I wish, I wish it worked that way. I do. 
I wish I could spin the world back a lot. But you can't. You got to move on. It sucks. This is the part of the world that, that I hate is the, the loss part. It's the worst. There's no correcting it. It's over. And I hate to be so blunt, but you have to you have to learn that it's over. Nothing can take the memories that you have with your dad. I talk about my dad probably more now today than I've ever talked about him, and he was my hero. And I know I talked about him a lot on the show. On the shows that I was on even before. But don't ruin what you've started. Don't let this be the cause of it. Um, you just want the pain to go away, but grieving is the process. Yeah, Cowboys Girl says, sorry for your loss, Kelly. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. And, Kelly, I, it will get better. You're always going to feel that hurt. You're always going to feel that pain. You can hear it in my voice. I still feel that hurt and that pain every time I look up at his picture. And I keep his picture on the wall that faces me when I do the show. Because a long time ago, we were taught in radio to always talk to one person. That's how you get better at it. You're just having a conversation with one person. It's funny. I got hit up the other day. This guy who runs a um, runs a public speaking class wanted to come on the show. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't have any problem with public speaking, pal. Um, but... Man, oh, man, I, I, I think about my, I miss my dad every single day. But drinking isn't going to bring him back. Drinking isn't going to make me remember all the good, I remember all the good times. Um, it's so hard to, uh, but in uh, gender good times and trust that they're a better place, they don't have to deal with this trans BS and Biden LOL, yeah. I was always miss my pop, but the pain does get a little easier with time. Yeah, it, eventually it does. But man, oh man, think about your dad. Speak of your dad. Talk about him. Hell, I talk to my dad every single night. So, uh, Kelly, it, I I feel for you. I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, but you'll get through this, and you don't need to drink. I promise you don't. All right, that pretty pretty heavy one there to start with. Um, Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Your out says, I know this may sound weird, but I actually don't talk to my dad. I had a very close relationship, but not like talking close relationship. Ours was one without words. We knew that we were thinking without saying it. If that makes any sense, it makes total sense. I I don't, you don't have to talk to your dad. If you know that you had a good relationship with your dad and your dad knows that you had a good relationship with him, that's all you need. My dad and I like to talk. We would talk three times a week. I mean, that third call usually he made, and I was like, God damn it, I got to talk to him again, but I picked up the phone. Dad never got sent to voicemail. I talked to my, and that's why I still talk to him, because I'm not, I, I don't want to break that routine. Around says he was a man of few words. We spent a lot of time together and did things together. There you go. Uh, this next one here is from Dave. It says, Arnie, why is all this trans shit happening? I'm with you that I don't care what they do after 18. I don't get the point of how this and how does this make America a better place. It doesn't. 
It doesn't, Dave. This this idea, I, look, I, I covered it earlier, and I didn't mean to cover it earlier before. I'm not trying to put your letter down. This is this new movement that's happening right now, inclusivity. We saw this happening a long time ago, by the way. This whole idea of inclusivity. And you want to know where it starts? The downfall of America. Oh, I can pinpoint exactly when the downfall of America happens. And a lot of you might not like it, and you might say, oh, that's easy. But hear me out. The downfall of America started with participation trophies. Hear me out. When we were kids, we had to finish in first, second, or third place to get a trophy. And by the way, if you got second or third place trophy, you hated them. It's just the way we were raised. Then along comes a new generation, and those parents who didn't get trophies because they weren't good enough or their teams weren't good enough to win trophies, they said, you know what? My kids are not going to know what it's like not to get a trophy. So every kid started getting a trophy, which what did that do? That watered down any kind of competition or reason to show up and play because everybody got one. Now, kids still kept score. And what did that lead to? Well, I got ahead of myself there. They stopped keeping the score at kids' games. Kids still kept the score. They knew who won and lost because that's what kids do until we brainwash it out of them, which we're in the process of doing. Now, what did that lead to? Well, that led to the schools. Now, how did that lead to the schools? I'm glad you asked. Participation trophies in schools are now that we no longer have valedictorians. Yesterday I told how uh, California is getting rid of uh, honors classes for freshmen and sophomores. Why? Because they can't get enough people in the program of color. Zach just said a new movement is why 98 Rock turns off the comments on their Facebook page. We'll get to that. So now we don't have valedictorians anymore in school. Why? Because it makes people feel bad. So now we have to hire people because if we don't hire them, even if they don't have the qualifications, they may feel bad. See, this is all about feelings. They may feel bad. They may feel like they're not a part of it because they aren't because they aren't supposed to be a part of it. If you want to work at an engineering company, you should probably be an engineer. Now, it hasn't gotten quite that bad yet, but it's getting there. We hire people that aren't qualified for jobs to do jobs based on the idea of inclusivity. Once again, inclusivity goes back to every kid getting a trophy, all feeling like they're all part of it together. Now, this has caused many other problems. I just wanted to sum it up real quick. That's what inclusivity has done. Over the past 30 years, I'll say. See, I'm, I'm going to be 52, so since about 20. Yeah, about the, the past 30 years is about when all this shit started. Maybe 25. In that, in that time, in the last three decades, we have seen all this happen. 
Some of us have spoken out about it, but we were shouted down because it sounded mean. It sounded hurtful. It wasn't mean or it wasn't hurtful. It was truth. It was logic. But truth and logic hurt people's feelings. Like the truth and logic, when I was eight years old, my hero told me, Arnie, you are fat. Either do something about it or learn to live with it and, and don't ever let it hurt you again. That's what I did. V Coop, what is up, brother? Well, not a whole lot. So I got one. Um, I don't know if this is going to piss you off or if this is going to fall into the category of doesn't surprise me. But uh, I will caveat it by saying, with my current position, I oversee offices that are not in my area. So I don't go into, even though I have an office, I don't really go into it. I, I mainly work from home because I have to be responsive like 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once a week, we, we are starting to go back in just to get some face time and make sure the place hasn't burned down. Uh, well, guess what we have? And apparently, I guess this is... Not only Air Force-wide, this is military-wide. We have safe spaces. (laughs) Look, I laugh because, yes, it does anger me to to no end, but it doesn't surprise me. Oh, no. And it was actually, it was pretty... (laughs) smart how they how they worm this in because what they did was they said hey we have to have lactation rooms in every building like even if you don't have anybody there that's lactating or thinks they're lactating Mm -hmm. um so anyway they they said hey we have to have these lactations room well they put them in and then people actually got upset because they said well that's for why, why do lactating moms get this comfortable space? Like, I don't know. Cause maybe I don't want them to flop a tit out in an engine shop somewhere in front mm-hmm. of everybody, like, or customer service or worse yet. Like, uh, how about the, the base visitor center go in there? Hey, I would like to try to see my son on base. And mm-hmm. somebody's just there with a tit flopped out. Like, Oh yeah, I'll go with you in a second. Um, <laughs> but people actually got upset. So they said, okay, we're going to make these rooms co-gender or somewhere in between gender and um and so they made them a little more gender gender neutral and then called them resiliency rooms so you could go in there and and de-stress from your stressful job of you know the military the the same job where ultimately no matter what job you have you could only end up having one purpose which is here's a gun Go kill that guy. Uh, quick question to you, because you're my expert in the field. Um, let's say that, that, that God forbid, uh, a war were to break out. And, and I know that the ground wars are probably a thing of the past, but let's pretend, shall we? Um, a ground war breaks out, and this is probably the safe spaces are all probably all on all military bases now. Yes. Um, where will they be... Uh, placing the safe space on the battlefield where does that go oh that goes um i think south park had it in a place called imagination land okay all right because because i mean they're used to having a safe space i mean the bombs got really close to me today sergeant or sergeant major well i need my safe space what are we doing here, here's an M4. Go kill people and make this place safe. Yeah, that's your safe space. You have to make it. Fucking Christ. 
Unbelievable. Well, V. Coop, I appreciate that. It doesn't look. It doesn't anger me. It doesn't surprise me. It's just. It was somebody. We're gonna have to wake up sooner or later. That's all I gotta say. We're gonna have to wake up sooner or later, and I hope it's not too late when we wake up. Amen. If it's not already there. Amen. All right, brother. You have a good one, my friend. You too. See ya. Um. Wow. Safe spaces on military bases. That's fantastic. Oh, safe space in the military. What are you gonna tell the enemy to stop shooting because you're on timeout? Hey, we're not playing car. I mean, do they think that war is like we used to play it in the front yard and we had the, the machine guns, pow, pow, got you, got you, shut up, you didn't get me, car. No, it it, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Ark. I'm a listener of yours. Uh, this is from Nick. Says, and lately I've been noticing a lot of squeaking noises coming from your microphone. It's not a loud noise or anything, but sounds almost like you might be bumping into the mic and it's picking up noise of it moving. I don't mean to bitch and complain, uh, but thought I would pass it on. Is anybody else hearing that? See, because my microphone is on a headset. And my microphone stays in place. I don't bump it that much unless I'm touching it with my hands. Um... Thank you for the show. I really enjoy listening. Thank you, Nick. I, I will listen more for it. I'll, I'll have to listen back to an episode and see what I hear. But I appreciate that. Anybody else hearing that? Uh, hey, no big deal. No, no big deal at all. Uh, see, Nasty says, that's fucking scary, man, for real. What, the safe space? Yeah. Oh, God. It, what? Well, hold on a second. See, Nasty, let me ask you a question. Why is that scary? Why are you scared about that? Why are, why are you, because, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to come down on you here. Why are you surprised? Why are you surprised that the military now has safe spaces? Stinkfist says, I've never heard it. He's crazy. He's not crazy. Hey, I appreciate it, Nick. Thank you so much. Cowboys Girl says, I don't hear it. Battleborn says, I'm not hearing anything. Okay. Hey, no big deal. Hey, he che- he wanted to check it out. Might be his. It might be his online connection. Um. It, it it is scary, but but I've been scared this whole time. I've been honest. I I've ever since this whole movement started. Ever since the no truck, everybody gets a trophy. I've been scared the whole time. I hold my scared in a whole lot better because I'm not surprised anymore. I think the reason why I'm not scared, because I hear nothing, nothing, hashtag Schultz, I like it. Not surprised, really, but scared uh, because it's supposed to be our defense to the country. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Like it or not. Your fellow man, your neighbors, up and down your streets are the last line of defense you got. My issue with sound clip is, uh, my issue with sound is clips and music are twice as loud as Arnie talking. Okay. Uh, right now says, I'm hearing good content. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, uh,
I I don't mean to to sound bad, but I've heard about all this stuff in the military now for the last five, ten years. I I still believe that our military is competent for the most part, but the things that I've seen in the military, what they're doing, how they're cowering down to political correctness, which I thought the last group in the world to cower down to political correctness would be our military, but it is. And until we realize what the military is actually for. Now, military people will will not mind me saying this. Some, Some might, but... You have to understand what the military is for. It's for one thing and one thing only, and that's to protect us by any means necessary. And by any means necessary, I mean their job is to kill people. That's what the military's job is to do, is to kill people. The end. Now, we we train them to do other things, computer pro things like that, on-the-job skills. That's fantastic. Their main purpose in life when they join the military is to take life. Like it or not, that's what they're there to do. 18, 19, 20-year-olds, we're asking them to kill people. And the 18, 19-year-olds that have been raised lately, do you really think that they are that capable? Well, some of them are. Some of them don't even need the military for it. They just show up in a school. It's not even really the military rank and file. It's the leaders who are politicians first now that make these dumb fucking decisions. Amen. And the rank and file have to follow those decisions. And a lot of those decisions now, they're, they're a lot nicer to recruits. The drill instructors aren't as bad as what we've seen in movies anymore. I really want another country to invade us. I want a country so badly to invade America. That's exactly what my master chief told me my job was as an electrician or an aircraft carrier, to kill. Yes, that's your job. Like it or not, it's to kill. No, no, Arnie, they signed up to get the GI Bill computer science degree, not to fight. Well, some of them I know did that, a.k.a. the donor. And I don't mean, and I'm not trying to put the military, I hold the military in the highest regard. I hold veterans in the highest regard. But that's their job. And see, if we, we don't like that because we, we want to revere these people, but how do we revere killers? Oh, God, we saw so much. I will tell you this right now. I go out of my way. If I see somebody wearing a Vietnam veteran's hat in a, in a Walmart or something, and they're like four aisles away from me, you know how much I hate walking. I walk those four and a half aisles over to say thank you to those people because of the way they were treated when they got back from Vietnam. I don't care whatever hat you're wearing. I usually always say thank you. I thank police officers for their service. I thank firefighters for their service because they are willing to die for me. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just telling you how I live my life. Could you imagine a scenario like storming the beaches of Normandy with our youth? Never would they give their lives for a greater good. Well, Ken Dog, that you know, that's a funny thing you bring up. 
Can you imagine America's response today with the 24-hour news cycle? D-Day happening. Was it 25,000 troops were killed on the beach? We would throw the fucking white flag up. Oh, it's over. They killed 25,000 of us. We wouldn't have even seen the rest of World War II. Police. It's like what Sergeant Hartman said in Full Metal Jacket. When the Boots got their assignments and the Joker said he was going to be a journalist, he responded, Bullshit, you're a killer. <laughs> and they would only storm Normandy 1 if Germany was unarmed and an easy target, and 2, the cliffs had soy and lattes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Oh, this is from my friend Dan. I know the email address. It says, hey, Arn, I just wanted to give you a heads up to look in the mail. I found a couple shirts that I thought you should add to your collection. Hopefully you will dig them, Daddy. That's from Dan. Okay, well, I'll keep an eye out. That's awesome. I love when I get shit from Dan. Dan sends good shit. You should see the, Dan, the shit Dan sends me online. And the shit that I send Dan, holy Christ. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Boop. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Ben. It says, hey, Arnie. So I'm a big fan of the Second Amendment, but I'm really getting tired of all these mass shootings. I was just wondering, is there anything besides gun control to stop this from happening? Well, gun control is not going to stop it from happening. Let's, let's, Ben, if you're a big fan of the Second Amendment here, um, let's say that, well, okay, I, I'm ready to live in make-believe world. Well, hold on a second here. Let's go uh, to make-believe world. Hmm. Okay, so let's say that we repeal the Second Amendment and we go to all legal gun owners and we collect their guns. What do you think happens? Hmm? What do you think happens? What happens is crime goes through the roof. That's what happens. Because you see, the criminals, the bad guys, the heels of the world, if you will, they don't follow laws. Murder, drugs, rape. They don't follow the laws. You see, we already have people in this society that don't follow laws. So those people that follow the laws in society who've given up all their guns, they have been what we like to refer to in the business as sitting ducks. And if you think crime numbers are out of control now, just wait. Oh, just wait. Will gun violence go down? Maybe a tish. But guess what? Knife violence will go up. Violence in general will go up if people aren't armed. Home, home invasions will go through the roof. Why? Why? Because guns are bad? Because we all want to feel, we all want to feel better. How do you feel safe 
knowing that the bad guys have all the guns and know the good guys don't have the guns. And by the way, we want to take guns away from police officers, too. So we're going to see a lot more dead cops, which means people won't sign up to be cops. So we're going to see a lot of less cops, which a lot of people go, ooh, yeah, all right, less cops. Woo! That's why. Uh, first of the black dude show is a joke. Need more guns, not less. The answer is not to be less guns, but more guns. There will be a short spike in killing, but eventually it will work out for the best. Um, Arnie, how you stop gun crime is by posting a gun-free zone outside your business or home. Duh. Yep. Um, look, I'm against the mass shootings, too. But let, let's take example. Let, let, let's take this last one, for example. Okay? I don't know all the ins and outs of this Louisville. So I don't pay a lot of attention to these school shootings because... I'm under the mindset that you have to be a mental deficient to fucking carry out a mass shooting. I already know that you're fucked up in the head. All right? So I don't even need to go down that road. Secondly, I, and this is why I, I, I don't waste time when, I, when we talk about the issue with mental health. And then with the gun control aspect of it, okay, let's, let's, let's go down this. So let's make it hard. Uh, you you want to make it illegal for this guy to get a, an AR-50. Okay, great. How about this? This guy, this shooter, worked at the bank. He, he got fired, and he went back to shoot it up because he got fired. Now, there's stories out there that he was a, a high school athlete who got a lot of concussions to where he had to wear a helmet playing basketball. I could only dream of going to school with a guy like that because we would have fucking razzed him till the nth degree, but maybe that led to it. This guy was of legal age. I don't know. Did he have a bunch of priors? I haven't looked into it. Or did he legally buy a gun? Did he follow all the rules that the state of Louisville had in, 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 in order? Did he fill out the right paperwork? Did he do all that? Then what's the problem? The problem is that he went crazy and the bank wasn't secure enough? Is that the problem? Because I will tell you this, if he is dead set on shooting up a, 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 a bank with an AR-15, what's going to stop him from buying two 45s or two Glocks and doing the same thing? Because I do believe that those guns can kill you too. I, I'm not a, I, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm not a gun expert, so can somebody tell me if I'm wrong or not? If like a 45 or a Glock can kill you if you get shot by it? I already know the answer, but give the police a whistle. <laughs> and when they feel like they need help or in danger, blow the whistle and Starbucks employees will come help them. Fuck that. I want Waffle House employees to help them. Douglas, happy hump day to you, my friend. But, but Arnie, uh, they will with the guns that are in prison full of people in crime, not just with guns. You know where we're headed to reverse McCarthy era. The liberals will conservative friends will be interrogated and canceled like communists back in the day. The FBI will be arresting people. This country is doomed unless we change. Agreed. Uh, how about addressing the issue of opportunity and education and keeping people from going down the path of guns in the first place? 
of really empowering kids in positive, intellectual, non-engineered ways to keep them from blowing their tops and committing murder? How about giving job opportunities and community involvement to prevent gangs from swelling? Those are all wonderful ideas. Those are all great ideas. I, I, I'm not going to argue against any of those. Those things could all help. Getting rid of the guns will not. McCarthy was railroaded. His list was the real deal. He didn't uh, list all the detractors. Don't see any mass shootings at a police station. Wonder why. How about stop supporting single motherhood and encouraging a culture of nuclear families like we used to have? Where kids don't have the emotional need to join gangs or engage in crime for attention or a sense of belonging to fill the gap of a father figure. Empower them with education so they need to join a gang to be perceived as tough and empowered in that way. The breakdown of the nuclear family is, is, is a gigantic topic that nobody wants to talk about. And I'm not saying that mama or daddy has to stay home, but when you have a mama and a daddy... Deion Sanders got criticized a few weeks ago, coach of the University of Colorado, because he said he wanted a quarterback that comes from a family that's still a nuclear family. They have a mom. They have a dad. Kid gets good grades. He's smart. He wants that kind of leader. Now, he said for a defensive lineman, he wants a guy who was raised by a single mom who's had to fight for everything they have. And he was fucking bombarded with shit. And Deion Sanders doesn't care. This is what I like about Deion. Deion doesn't give a fuck what you say. Because Deion was spitting the truth. He wants a dog on that offensive line. He wants a leader behind playing quarterback. And he was eviscerated for saying that. He was right. Why is it wrong to look at people and to say that the family unit is still something that's very important? Nobody's saying that women can't make it on their own. Nobody's saying any of that. Why? Here's my question. And, and, and in some cases, I understand that things can't be done, that things can't be worked out. I get it. I get it. Like I said, everybody has a story. Why is it so bad to come from a happy family? Why do you have to apologize for, for being from a happy family? Having a mom and dad. There's nothing wrong with that. But we started paying people pretty much just to become single mothers. Um, the advantage to a rifle versus a pistol is accuracy and range. But you can still kill people with those guns, right? I'm just wondering because they aren't going to outlaw those because private security needs those. How about just locking these criminals up and don't let them out? If you kill somebody, you are, you are executed. No more bullshit weed these people out. No more 30 years on death row. Let's have death row. Let's, let's have that to be like an assembly line. Let's, oh, you're, you're convicted of it? All right, you die. 80% of the men in prison are from single moms. The statistics for single father homes is about the same for men. 2% of households. It's almost like a strong family, nuclear or extended, has been the foundation of stability for thousands of years, and it still should be. But it's not. It's an incentive to get knocked up now. Why you don't have to work, and they're still going to pay you for the babies? The state is. Welfare, WIC, all these wonderful programs. They're funded by taxpayers' dollars. I'd say, hey, get knocked up 46 times. 
this is why we have a phrase, and honestly, this is one of my most hated phrases, generational welfare. I have no idea what that's supposed to even mean. I, I know what it means, but I don't understand it at all. Generational welfare? No. Women can still be strong, liberated, and be a wife and a mother in a nuclear family. Not to be arrogant, but my wife, uh, my own life experience, and my relatives have shown that. Now, back to my grandparents' day. My grandma worked part-time in a local hospital, raised kids, and they all grew up healthy and successful and did the same. The women had jobs but raised the kids, too. Yeah, exactly. I was raised the same way. I was raised by a, a father and a mother. Granted, stepmother, because my mom died. But my dad remarried, and I had a mother my entire life until the age of 26. And my proudest things is my mom got to see me get sober. I was very happy about that. But my mom instilled a lot of values in me. My dad instilled a lot of values in me that were different than my mom. Not saying better, I'm just saying different. My mom was not a funny person. She wasn't. My mom was not a funny person. My dad was the funny one. My grandma was the funny one. That's where I get it from. My dad had zero style whatsoever. My mom was very stylish. She. I, that's why I'm the st- most stylish, fast, fat guy you'll ever meet. Because I had a good mom. Because they thought it was more important that I was raised by a mom and a dad than just a dad. But I know, I know, that's that's old shit now. And whatever. All right, next one. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, you seem like a pretty smart guy, so maybe you can tell me this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. What was the point of getting rid of the Tennessee state senators to only let them back in two days later? That's from Sarah, Sarah Connor. Um, I haven't wanted to talk about this because this has been, this has been one of the biggest fucking bullshit things I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. So last week after the, the school shooting in Tennessee where three children under the age of 10 were gunned down by a transgender and three school employees, including the headmaster of the school, a janitor, and I believe another teacher, were all killed. Uh, What people have forgotten is single moms will say, I don't need a man. Yes, that may be true, but the kids do need a man as well. Agreed. So, um... The, the school kids of Tennessee decided to march on the streets and come down to the, the Capitol building in Nashville, the Capitol, and try to storm in the building. Well, three senators decided to try to join them and, and lead them into the building and start screaming and doing all sorts of things. The three state, these are all state senators in the state of Tennessee, so they're all pretty much inbred to begin with. They were censured, if you will, by violating ethics rules that the, they have in the state of Tennessee. Now, I don't know exactly what the rules were, but they, they messed up the ethics, and they were kicked out of office, which they really can't do. 
And literally three days later, they were reinstated. And when they came back in, they showed the class that they had by flipping off the Republicans that voted them out. But that's a whole different story. Not that that's an ethics violation or anything like that. Walking through the state house with the bird flying. But I digress. The biggest bullshit of this whole thing was that the fucking stupid ass vice president of the United States. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. Decided to go to Nashville and meet with the three senators. That were kicked out of office. Rather than meet with the three parents mourning their dead children. Rather than meeting the three families of the administrators and janitor of that school who were gunned down because they were in a Christian school. Kamala Harris went to Tennessee but didn't even... Think about visiting the families. But visited the Democratic state senators, who, by the way, have been reinstated. Um, what was the point of this? So we don't pay attention to other shit? That was, that's the point of it? Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you the truth. Is so we don't know what's happening in other places. I heard a story that the, um, the, the Chinese uh, balloons were actually spying and sending back in real time information that they were acquiring by fi- flying figure eights over Air Force bases. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here? We speak American, Man. okay, but Good morning, ass and AIG. So to uh, uh, lay some facts on you about guns, two countries that say no to guns like Japan and Australia, as study in 2019 here in the estimate of firearms and civilian possession, and I will add the U.S. just because it's funny, Japan, 377,000, Australia, 3,573,000, the U.S., Three hundred and ninety-three million three hundred and forty-seven thousand. Yeah. We got guns. Hey, hey, don't fuck with us. This is why I want another country to invade us. You see, because we the people, we won't know what the rules of engagement are. We see you in some kind of crazy outfit and you're running around our neighborhood pulling off a fucking parachute, we're probably gonna shoot you. Sorry, because, I I mean, y'all done fucked up. Y'all invaded our land. Well, sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. We're going to do some dastardly shit to you. And God forbid, oh, my God, please do not let a plane with your, your whatever country's invading us launch paratroopers out and fly over West Virginia. Because those poor soldiers are going to get the shit literally raped out of them. I'm just telling you. In by God, West Virginia, 
They will fuck your shit up. I played a lot of Missile Command as a kid. I can pick off paratroopers. Oh, no, I just want to, I, I want the bombs to be blowing up to where they got to jump out over West Virginia and the Appalachians people. <laughs> and we'll send, we'll tell those people, we'll, 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 we'll like have something go on in one of the hollers up there. We'll tell them, hey, y'all need to let a couple of them go. But those, those couple you let go, they have to see everything that y'all are fixing to do to these people. You can't kill them. You can rape them, but you can't kill them. <laughs> then people go back to their commanding officers and say, I want to go back. I don't want none of this. These Americans are fucking crazy. That's what I want. And I want a film crew to be there. That's what I'd like to see. Fuck around and find out, motherfuckers. That's all I got to say. I know. It, it, look, look. I, I know that people laugh when I say I want people to invade us. Because nobody's that stupid. I already know that. But please let it happen. Those paratroopers better not have teeth. Oh, they won't for long. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. So far, I have to say that I really don't mind the quicker baseball games this season. I don't even really pay attention to the pitch clock. What do you think so far from Matt? It's okay. I, I, I Look, look, I, I'm not a fan of it. I, I still don't like the pitch clock. I like the games are a lot quicker now. I think that's great. You're going to be missing out on a lot of concessions. You're going to see one, one stat you'll see this year at the end of the season Concession sales way down this year. Way down. And then I might, then you might start seeing a little bit of longer times involved. Just saying. Don't mind it. Hey, look, my first place Texas Rangers, and it's been a while that I can say that this late into the season. And I know that we're only like, you know, three weeks into the season. I'm still in first place, motherfuckers. Even though we lost Seeger last night. I still don't know how long. Let's see. Is there any report? Oh, Jesus. This is going to fucking kill me. Uh-huh. Nothing there. Okay, let's see. Uh, follow my team's news. Um, oh, with hamstring tightness. That, that That's all they're saying is hamstring tightness. It looked like he popped it last night. Now, hopefully it's just tight and sits a couple other games. If we got another game with Kansas City, we should beat them. Is baseball still being played? This is the worst A's team I've seen in my lifetime. Fucking pathetic. I don't know. I feel bad for A's fans. I really do. Budweiser might take another hit in sales with faster games. Oh, I bet you the Bud sales in ballparks is way down as well. All right, two more mails. Let's go. Let's get through these, shall we? Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I know that you're a big fan and have a bunch of shows you watch. I don't think that you're a follower of American Horror Story. No, I do not watch American Horror Story. Um, that is my favorite show, but I may have to turn it off this year because I saw that Kim Kardashian is going to be featured. Why in the hell would they cast a non-actress for such a good show? That's from Brenda. Um, I'm not trying to be a dick here, Brenda. I'm going I'm to tell you, I'm going to answer your question. And it's going to sound flip the way I answer your question, but hear me out. 
because this is what's happening now in entertainment. Um, they're hiring people based on how many followers they have on social media. That's exactly what it is. That's why the American Horror Story hired her, was to get the Kardashian fan base to watch that show. It'll lead to higher ratings, which will lead to more money for the creators of that show. Look, this is why Logan Paul is in the WWE. <laughs> Braddy Kidd says she's a great actress. Just ask Ray J. I remember Lady Gaga was in American Horror Story Hotel like four seasons ago, yeah? Now, Lady Gaga is kind of an actress, though. She's she's made a few movies. I'm not going to say she's an actress-actress, but she's more of an actress than Kim Kardashian. Oh, I, I, I hate the fact that Logan Paul is in the WWE. I think that's abysmal. I think it's fucking horrible. I get what they're doing. It's business. That's why they're hiring her. Look, the show's going to suck with her because she's not an actress. She's an awful person. She got injections in her fat ass. She got big fake titties. And she ruined a lot of guys' careers. That's what Kim Kardashian is known for. Don't don't get me started on the Kardashian curse. All you got to do is think, and you'll, you'll come up with the entire Kardashian curse. I've seen some of Kim's acting. Not even good. Ray J would agree. Yeah. Yeah, that was a terrible film. I don't even want to call that a film. It's not even a film. All right, last one. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnold, you really know your wrestling and your wrestling history. And that's a big reason I have listened to you for so long, because you aren't afraid to talk about it. I love wrestling. I know that a lot of people don't, but hey, I talk about it still. With that said, I have to agree with something that you that you don't understand as well. AEW doesn't feature their biggest star on both of their programs in MJF, and I know that Austin was on both SmackDown, but mainly Raw, but was still on both. AEW is missing bad. That's from Craig. Craig, I, I agree with you. But here's the thing is that WWE at the time had two live shows, or at least two shows that, that yeah, they were live, both Raw and SmackDown. And they had four hours of pro or five hours of programming a week or four at the time, three hours of Raw, one hour of SmackDown. Now SmackDown's two hours. So they have five hours, so they can have a bigger roster and they can feature more people. But Vince McMahon at the time was not a stupid idiot. Whoever your biggest star is, at that time it was Stone Cold and The Rock. Now they were lucky because they had two of them. And you could have one on one show and one on the other. But they also provided backup for each other, and they would show up on each other's shows. Why? Because you want to have your most popular people on your shows. Now, what AEW does is they have two hours of live programming a week on on national television, and then they have an hour that's taped on Fridays, which is Rampage. And Rampage is a far less superior show than than Dynamite, which is on Wednesdays, because that's two hours live. What happens is, is that they film Rampage same night that they're taping Dynamite on Wednesday. So they do their two-hour live show. They go off the air. Then there's about a 15-minute break. 
and then they film the next show that will play live or that will play on Friday night taped. MJF has already been out, and now they want to put him out here again. Now, I get what they're doing to break that up. I still disagree with it. I think AEW is starting to become a proven enough product where they can get at least that hour live on Fridays. At least I think they should. I don't understand what TNA, it must be a cost of production issue. Because otherwise they're just running reruns of fucking, you know, Grey's Anatomy or some bullshit. Get out. Out. Hey, out. Damn it. My fucking lab doesn't listen. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. AEW is missing out bad. And they don't use Mark Briscoe enough. Bullshit. Start putting Mark Briscoe in. Mark Briscoe is the most entertaining guy in wrestling. I, I, I mean, come on. Come on. This, this is the man that said. You ever watch Animal Planet? You ever seen a big pile of rhinoceros manure? It ain't pretty. No, it, it's not. See, and you could have that, too. And they have Ring of Honor, too. And that's where they're burying uh, Mark Briscoe. Reason is AEW has way too big of a roster. Last I checked, it's close to 170 wrestlers. Dear God. Fucking Jesus. That's terrible. All right, last break coming up next. Yeah, and I'm set up and torn out this stage with my own two hands. We've traveled this land, packed tight in minivans. And all this for the fans, girls, money, and fame. I played their game and had to scream my name. I will show no shame. I live and die for this. And if I come off soft, fix you on this. Are you scared? Devil without a cause. And I'm back with the beaver hats and bands.
Like a man.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. So right now, I'm working on uh, the segment for tomorrow with uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I'm making my all-time movie baseball team. Oh, man. I thought it was going to be a little harder, but I've already got one, two, three, four, five, and and pitcher. I have my my pitcher. I know. Yeah, this is going to be easy for me. This is going to be easy for me. And some people are going to get mad at it. They're going to be like, "No, it's not right." Well, it it is because they were in movies. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Swoosh says, uh, "Oh my God, Biden and crew are so stupid." Well, let's see. I'll be. Police documents detailing President Biden's security found on Belcrest, Belfast Street. Ahead of President Joe Biden's speech Wednesday, local police lost documents that detailed sensitive security information. They quote-unquote lost it. A local resident is believed to have found documents on a street in Belfast. U.S. law enforcement officials say, Ah, Faith and Begora, oh, look at that, top of the morning to you, look. The president of America is coming over, and this is where he's going to be. What if I, I mean, what a just farce this whole presidency is. He's like Lloyd Bridges as president, but Lloyd Bridges, uh, Jesus. Please have uh, Tanaka, the Japanese guy from Major League Two, LOL. Oh, I loved him. He was great. Marbles. See, where he he played left field. He might oh he might he might make the team in left field. I definitely put Tanner at short. Ooh, I don't have a shortstop. That's not a bad shortstop, little Tanner. Unless I can find a better one, I I, I might pencil him in. Shortstop, Tanner. Bad news, Bears. All right. Love of game. All right. I, I, I can't work on that anymore. Closer Ricky Vaughn. I have to have my setup guys fucking. <laughs> Thumps are watching me real close to put jalapeno in my nose. You put snot on the ball, son. We ain't got an arm like yours. I got to do everything I can. Oh, good old Harris. I love that guy. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, let's get on to other stories here. One of the guys from that show, Shark Tank, um, Kevin O'Leary. I guess this guy is super-duper rich. Please also have the announcement. Harry Doyle, also known as Bob Euchre. And I have Harry Doyle and Harry Carey in the same booth. That would be a fucking dream come true. Kevin O'Leary announced plans to build a new oil refinery in America in an effort to reignite the nation's energy independence. Um, there's not going to be a limit on, uh, you're going to enjoy my battery tomorrow there, Zach. That's all I'm going to say. We got to wait till tomorrow. Chicago kid, the broken arm kid, or Kevin Costner, clear the mechanism as a starting pitcher, LOL. Oh, you're sniffing what I'm putting down. Uh, 
he says, I'm at the stage of my life where I want to do something big, and the task I've decided I'm going to take on is I'm going to build a refinery in America. I'm going to do it. It's going to cost about $14 billion, he continued. I go to syndicate that debt and the e- equity. Look, look, look. Let me say, uh, you know what? I, I, I got to give it up to this guy. This is a wonderful thing to say, that he wants to build an oil refinery in America. Because we need more refineries in America, actually. If we want the price of gas to go down in America, we need more refineries to be open. We, we shut down a lot of refineries. It would make the price of gas go down, which means people would buy more of it. People would be able to take more trips. You see, this is, this is where a lot of people don't want to agree with the trickle-down theory of uh, economics, but I believe in the trickle-down theory of economics, especially in America, because people in America don't save their money. Now, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying that you, you frivolously spend it, but Americans in and, and general, what happens is this. If gasoline is cheap, we tend to drive a lot more. Meaning we'll take longer trips. On the weekends, we'll go to cities that we didn't want to plan on going to before because the gas was too expensive. Now, what that means is that will cause hotels and things like that to become booked more often. And now they won't have to charge the astronomical fees. They can still charge what they want because they're going to be overbooked anyway. So people can spend their money there. Also, lower prices in gasoline and fuel make airplane ticket prices go down. Which means people will travel more. And what do people do when they travel? They spend money. So when people have money, they spend money. Cheap gas will kill the planet in a few years. Don't care. The po- look, 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 I've gotten to the point in my life now where I'm over 50, which means I'm an expert on everything. Just look it up. Um, when the world wants to say it's over is when the world will say it's over. Short of us pushing buttons and detonating nuclear devices, the world will end us when the world says, okay, enough. And if you don't believe that, go ask a dinosaur. The earth was like, hey, we're tired of having all this dinosaur shit everywhere. We're going to fucking eat you up. Hayward from Major League, because when he sneezes, it looks like a party favor. Uh, Oh, Clue Hayward, stink fist, you're reading my mind. Stop it. I love Clue Hayward. It also make our air quality shittier. It just goes with it. We pay China to make our shit partly because of what those factories do to our air quality. Can we just stop? Let's just stop. Hold on. Hold on. Just stop. Stackard, do you want to take this one for me? About the air quality in America compared to the air quality, I don't know, in India? Or China, where they don't give two fucks about the environment, yet they have a billion people in each one of those places, and the air quality is absolute dog shit. 
well, the air quality in America is fantastic because we have regulations in place. We don't need to make all the same shitty crap that China makes. We don't need to be burning all that plastic. By the way, when you recycle plastic bottles, do you realize that that is actually worse for the environment than putting them in a landfill? Marty, you're an economic plan. Sounds like witchcraft. I know, doesn't it, though? I mean, it's so simple, but... That is full-blown witchcraft! Mm-hmm. It's witchcraft! I said it! I said I said it! I, I, I'm done with the environmental game. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just done. And I know, Cowboys Girl, you're not saying it. Uh, it'll make it worse. Well, what's worse? What's worse? Uh, okay, look, look, hey. Just because gas is cheap, that don't mean you have to drive. You can still take public transportation. You can still take subways. You can still do all that stuff. But you see, when people go out, they spend money. When they spend money, that means they're paying. And everybody gets money from those taxes. And what we can use those taxes for is to help clean the air. There you go. I just figured it all out. You're welcome. Last time I was in China in 2019, the smog was so bad, the air tasted like burning iPhone 3s. But we're the ones that have to fix it all. I, I admire Kevin O'Leary for this. I haven't gotten to my big point about this whole thing yet, is that <clears throat> not because of what Cowgirl said or Cowboys Girl said, but because of people that would say even further things than what Cowboys Girl said. There's no way, short of doing this in North Dakota possibly or South Dakota possibly, which isn't going to really help that much because you need it to be somewhere where it can be fucking distributed a lot quicker. And it's tough in those hills and mountains and things like that. You're not going to get environmentalists on your side. The reason why we closed so many factories and refineries down was because of environmentalists. You don't think that Donald Trump looked at reopening refineries and looked into it? Of course he did. Because we should be energy independent. We shouldn't have to call up OPEC and go, hey, can you please make a couple million more barrels a day for us? We shouldn't. We shouldn't go. Hey, uh, hey, Russia or or Venezuela, can we have some of your oil, please? Please, sir. It's like we're fucking Oliver Twist, asking for more gruel. It's pathetic. The country that fucking discovered oil, the country that discovered fucking. Gas-powered cars has to go with their hat in their hand to these other countries and go, can you please give us some more oil? Please. Please, we'll, we'll fight for it. Fuck you. I, I, I'm to the point where I just, I, I'm there. I'm, I, fuck you. Let's drill for our own fucking oil. Let's sell our own oil to our own people at, at, re, at Real prices, not five, six dollars a gallon, because that's ridiculous. The whole point behind the, the the theory of make America great again 
was to make America not rely on the rest of the world to wipe our ass. When was America ever great? Well, when we didn't have to rely on other countries to wipe our ass. That's when. When other countries relied on us. That's when. I'm sorry that you were treated badly in this country, but this country is still the greatest country in the world. It's the greatest idea of a democracy, even though we are a republic. It's the greatest experiment of all time because we've seen it work for 200 years. Now, most great empires fall after about three, so hopefully I won't be around for it. And yes, it will happen. I don't care much about the environment. One of our trucks is a V8. There you go. And let people choose what they want to drive. If they want to drive V8, more power to them. I don't care. Don't care. Because you see, then I, I see a story like this next story next, and it just it boggles my mind that that people don't understand stupidity anymore. They really don't. Walmart has announced that they're closing four of its Chicago stores because they have lost tens of millions of dollars due to crime. This seems like a Jeff Foxworthy bit. You might live in a bad neighborhood if the Walmart closes down. You live in a neighborhood where the Walmart closed down? The Walmart We're talking Walmart, and it closed down because the neighborhood was too bad. This is like, imagine the North Highlands Walmart, you know, up there uh, by, 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 by Arco Arena. That's not really North Highlands, is it? But the one, the one I'm talking about by old Arco Arena. That Walmart is about one of the most ghetto Walmarts I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's still open. At least last time I checked, it was still open. How does the city allow the crime to get so bad that Walmart closes? Natomas, I'm sorry. Thank you, Mage. The Natomas, yeah, that one is bad. That one is awful. The one on Antelope, that one's not, that one's bad, but not as bad as the one in Natomas. Arco Arena, RIP. Did they tear it down? Has Arco been torn down? I didn't see that. But, um, look, I don't go to Walmart. They are all trash. It's next to Home Depot by the freeway, the Natomas area, and yeah, it's still open. My favorite one to go to, the people watch, is the one in Rio Linda up by Marysville. Holy shit, fuck that. The one by the Oakland Coliseum closed because it was just theft. Oh, I can imagine. Look, look. This proves that the city leaders in Chicago are not doing their job. If you lose four Walmarts, that's probably about 2,000 jobs you've lost. Or at least 1,000 jobs. We'll, 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 say, we'll say 1,200 jobs you've lost. 
because you've closed these stores down. You're not doing your job. You should be voted out. I refuse to go to Walmart anymore. We have so many homeless people over there. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Oh, somebody sent me the video of it. Okay, well, I, I'll have to watch it later on that phone. Um, I don't blame you. I wouldn't go to stores that are a bunch of homeless in front of it. We're going out tomorrow. We're going to the mall tomorrow. We're going to the nice mall. There is a homeless problem in Dallas, but they, they move them around so much. They're mainly under underpasses and things like that. Target is cleaner and has friendlier staff. According to Mayor Lightfoot, Chicago doesn't have a crime problem. Former Mayor Chicago. Anyone who respects themselves goes to Target. Well, I guess I don't because I still go to Walmart. I'm a poor, broke-ass bitch. I shop at Walmart. Made in the USA. Well, half the shit. The other half is made in China. But, yeah, there you go. So four uh, four stores, four Walmarts. And I'm looking at the base. There's one in the north end, one right in the middle, one near the middle, and one on the south side. Can't even keep Walmart safe. Worst small one I went to was outside of New Orleans. Holy shit. Oh, I've been, I've been, to, a, I've been to a Walmart in Tennessee. <laughs> and I ain't talking about in Nashville. I'm talking about on the outskirts of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Braddy, you're, you're part of the 1%, I thought. Walmart is the new Kmart, LOL. Minus the blue light. Don't put down Kmart like that. Our target is ghetto. I don't like our target. One in Rockwell, I don't like that one. The one in, the, the one in Rowlett's a little bit better. But our Walmarts are, our, our Walmarts are fantastic here. I, I like our little Walmart like uh, neighborhood grocery store. Those things are great. They just don't have the stuff that the bigger ones have, including the trashy people. <laughs> uh, more political correctness going wrong. Anybody fans of the Little Mermaid? They have changed lyrics in the Little Mermaid songs. Um, they've changed the lyrics uh, in Kiss the Girl because people have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel. Is that what y'all saw when y'all saw The Little Mermaid? When, when, when y'all were little kids, when, when, first of all, this is the live-action Little Mermaid, and now she's black, so we're supposed to believe there are black mermaids. Okay. Um... But did anybody think that the prince was forcing his way on her when he kissed her? Also, we have revisions in poor, unfortunate souls regarding lines that might make young girls somehow feel they shouldn't speak out of turn, even though Ursula is clearly manipulating Ariel to give up her voice. Huh? What, what are you talking about? These are people that, that look far, way too into, this is a fucking, a cartoon about a fucking, mermaids don't even exist. There's a singing crab, for God's sakes. 
She was just trying to let her to be the one to conquer her. Do people just sit around and look for this shit? Yes. Yes, hot mama, they do. They have nothing better in their life but to find victims in everything. Uh, depends on how big the gills are. <laughs> you can't rape a fish. It depends on how big the gills are. Uh, all the women sing she wanted it. This is exactly what happens when you have no problems in your life, so you have to create problems. Amen. I, I, I mean, come on. Just seriously. Seriously. This is, a, this is an animated movie that they're trying to make into a live feature, which is going to fail miserably because you've woken this up so much. But for the love of God, can we just stop? Nobody had that, that idea in their minds. Yes, when my kids saw The Little Mermaid, they thought Prince Eric and Harvey Weinstein were the same. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I, I hate our society so much. I really, really do. Oh, by, oh here's a story. Ex-Pussycat Doll member says she was told to get rid of pregnancy while performing in group. And that's news why. Why is that news? If you're in the, the group, the Pussycat Dolls, and you become pregnant, guess what? You're, you're no longer really a part of the hot sensation of the group. I'm sorry. And they're going to boot you out, or they're going to tell you to get rid of the pregnancy. One of the two. Sorry. Prince Eric is a good dude. Great first name. Yeah. I thought Im- abortions made you empowered. Yeah, well, I, I you know, I, I, I sit here and I look at all these stories that are quote-unquote stories now. Portland taxi driver slain by trans extremist. Shocking. I mean... I, I just, I don't even know what to say anymore. It, I, I just have to laugh at this stuff because otherwise I would probably just cry all day. I would cry at the fact that there are people that are going through the Little Mermaid line by line of the song to find out what may empower a man to to take have his way with a woman. Man, oh. I, I, I literally, I just have to shake my head. Someone ordered Plan B today. I really wanted to take that order out. It's all they ordered. I was going to say, here's your Plan B. Good luck. Hey, congratulations. Uh, by the way, get ready for this. I can't wait till this happens. Fraudster Billy McFarlane. Do you remember that name? Oh, you probably don't because he was in jail, put in jail because he was putting on some sort of music festival called the Fire Festival. Oh, now you all remember it. Where he told people that they could sign up and get gourmet meals and uh, fucking superstars performing. Ja Rule, Blink-182 was going to be at this. It was a festival on an island that you had to take a private plane to. 
And it turns out all he had were like little pop-up tents. One of the meals they showed were two pieces of bread and a piece of lettuce and a tomato flapped together. And he charged people all kinds of ridiculous money, and it was all fraud. Well, and he, he went to prison for it. Well, he's out of prison now. And he has said that he is presenting, he is going to have a fire festival part two. Please do. Please do. Fair go. Uh, look, the first time it happened, people paid as much as $13,000 for luxury passes or luxury packages. Some people were marooned on the island for a few extra days because they couldn't get flights back. See, Nasty says Ariel was down to fuck, so she's no way he could force himself on her. Well, revealed disgusting, not safe for did a first threesome with you Hefner. Wow, these gals are pigs now. The Shannon twins reveal the... He began pulling our heads down like a very hard pull down to his penis so that we'd give him oral sex. We had never done a threesome together before. We would never want to. It was our 19th birthday. You're never going to forget that. What? 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 Absolutely terrible. Horrible. Oh, my God. I'm going to ask the question. What did you think was going to happen when you shacked up with Hugh Hefner? No, 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 no. Look, look, Alicia, I appreciate this story. Thank you so much for this story. And and I'm glad Perez Hilton decided to interview these two fat fucks now. That where all these people are coming after Hugh Hefner now. What did you think was happening in the Playboy Mansion? I, I, I mean, seriously. This is, this is where I hate our fucking nation so much. In the 60s and the 70s, especially the 70s, it was known as the sexual revolution. 60s into the 70s. What do you think was going on at the Playboy Mansion? Now, I know that these gals came later, but things did not change at the Playboy Mansion. The, as much as I, I, I want to fight against saying this, I have to say this to be consistent and use logic. The rules of this show. Playboy magazine is pornography. Now, you might not agree with the definition of pornography as Playboy is. Playboy is pornography. It always has been, and it always will be. Now, I don't use pornography as a bad word. A lot of people think that this show would be deemed as pornographic. Some of the things that I talk about. Some of the things that we've said on this show are definitely pornographic. All those weird sexual positions that Jen wanted me to teach her, you know, with the Urban Dictionary. <sighs> They're part of a broken home. He went after girls that had shitty home lives. Pretty grimy. It's sad that instead of celebrating the difference between women and men, these fucktards want to make men act like women and men like women. At 19, I don't think they thought much. I believe at 19, your thoughts are going to be, we're going to party and be famous for taking Playboy shoots. Exactly. 
But when you go up to you have to look, look. Live in that house. You've seen some things. Look, I, I got to go to the Playboy Mansion once. And what I got to see was one of the most fantastic things I've ever seen. Was a bunch of non-celebrities hanging out the Playboy Mansion thinking they were going to score with Playboy models. They were literal, like, like women of the month. Like, like Playmates of the Month were there. It, it was a big golf tournament. It was a Playboy golf tournament. We won our way in. We got to play in the mansion. We got to go to the mansion. And watching all these guys hit on that. Now, when the celebrities showed up, that was a different story. The gals were all over them. Why? Because they had money. And there were things that were happening in the grotto when guys showed up with money that happened in the grotto. Jen does bring a lot of interesting ideas to the show with the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, but when, when you know, after the show, the, the girls next door, it kind of showed us that Hugh Hefner likes to have a lot of women in his bed. And maybe he was only sleeping with Holly, but I'd know that he fucked Kendra and he fucked the other one too. And he probably had them all in there at the same time. They've seen each other's fucking goods. And I'm, I'm talking about the real goods. Not just the fucking airbrushed, you know, fucking hairy vagina part or the pubis. We're talking, we've seen lips and assholes in that bedroom. And I ain't talking about the use for hot dogs either. Probably hot dogs were used at some point. I don't know. But if you know he's into that kind of stuff and you're twins and you go to his bedroom, what do you think he's going to do? I mean, I have to tell you that if you're a hot set of twins, guys have fantasies about you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to out every guy out there, but every guy's had a fantasy about you. Arnie, is this just not a, a real ass show without Alicia's took a dump song at work? You missed it earlier. Can we have it, please? Please. Uh, I can do that for you. Here you go. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. There you go. That was for Alicia and for Straight Fire. Um, like, let's say, let's say that you were to go into a known drug den, okay? You're, you're to go into a bad neighborhood and you walk into a crack house. And all you want to do is buy some crack and you get shot. Whose fault is it? Oh, that's right. That's right. It's your fault because you walked into a fucking crack house. You walk into the king of sex's house, and then you walk into his bedroom at night when he's in his pajamas, and he's popping Viagra like they're Pez, and you're a set of twins? Oh, oh, he is getting on the, he is getting on the fucking tuna yacht and taking that shit to pound town. That ain't no boat. You Hefner has got the tuna yacht. P. Coop says, so Fresno. Yeah, I mean, you walk into Fresno, you get shot. It's your fault. 
Right, Christopher? I mean, Christopher dodges bullets every single day. Susha, right? I don't think even Skinny Adele would be there. Oh, God damn it. You had to get that one in, didn't you? Okay, it's not a day without... Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. We know. We know it's you. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, to I, I, no I, I don't want to go over anything with you. I, I don't care for you. You're a bad, bad person. All right, let's see. Um, where'd this one happen? Okay, all right. Now, as family, I keep telling y'all all the time. And, and there are people that like to fight me on this. There's one person in particular, Cowboys Girls. Cowboys Girl, these stories aren't for you. I know that you're going to what, 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 what Snake Harbor or Sand Mountain, Snake Mountain um, coming up, and I, I want you to have a good time. This is why you don't go into the fucking water, people. A 58-year-old man who was surfing in Hawaii, he's just doing his thing, doing a little surfing out of the coast of Honolulu. He'd been surfing for 40 years. And while surfing one day, last week, out of nowhere, I know, out of nowhere, except it's its natural environment. Um, a tiger shark swam up on him and... <laughs> and bit off his foot. That's right. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. There you go. There you go, lost his foot. Despite going through the incredibly traumatic incident, the surfers' family say he's in good spirits, has a long and difficult road ahead of him, but he says that he'll probably go out and surf again. Well, when it happens again to you, it won't be a news story. Why? Because you, my friend, are what we call a jackass. Now, we have another story. This time, it is out of the world's Florida, also known as... Australia. Now, um, I, w- I, I, w- I would much rather go to Florida any and every day of the week compared to Australia, N- only not mainly because of the 15-hour flight, but for the simple fact that everything in Australia can and probably will kill you. They have the eight most deadly spot, eight of the ten deadliest spiders in the world, Their main habitat is Australia. They have a bunch of poisonous snakes there. Australia. They have dingoes that are like wild dogs, but a lot stronger, that like to steal babies. That can kill you. They have kangaroos that like to punch you and can kill you. They have koalas that will eat your face off. Now, if you think you're going to escape them by jumping in the water, well, let me have another story for you. They have what are known as crocodiles there that will kill you. And then if you get in the big water, they're off Australia. That's where a breeding ground of great white sharks live. 
So once again, if you want to go to Australia, you're going to die. Big Coop says, I've lived in Florida and been to Australia. And you know I'm right on everything I just said. Ambulance operators confirmed an unnamed 44-year-old man received three bites from a crocodile. (laughs) The dipshit was spearfishing at a camping area. One bite was in the head. (laughs) The creature... Tried to drag the fisherman under the water, but he fought back. He managed to, according to him, stick his fingers in the crocodile's eyes multiple times and escape before swimming towards the shore. Six nearby swimmers helped him get to shore and receive first aid. He's in a stable condition after being flown to a hospital. Let, 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 let me just say, Tasmanian Devils, Badgers, Wolverines, all in Australia. See, Swoosh, you know. Look, look, look here. Look, look. I'm not saying not to go there. I'm just saying I ain't going to have sympathy for you. Gate Cowboys girl, I, I'll try to show you some sympathy. You get bitten by a rattlesnake and, or, or a bear attacks you. I'm rooting for you to survive. I mean, I, I honestly, like, 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 this is what I'd like the most. But, per, but in, 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 and I don't want this to happen to you, but if it were to happen to you, it would make kind of make my day. Like, let's say, God forbid, Cowboys girl, you're, you're out camping one night, and a bear shows up, and it eats your arm. I, I know, it's horrible. <laughs> let's say he eats your right arm, Okay. What I'm looking forward to is the next time that I see you when I come to town and do a stand-up show and I know you'll be there is when I put my right hand out to shake your right hand. (laughs) That's the moment I'm living for. That way I can just look at you and go, Aracha. That's all. I I don't look, look, hopefully it's a clean bite and it doesn't hurt that much. Like, like, uh, your man can kill the bear next. I'm all for that. He kills the bear with his bare hands. Little too late, but he does that. I just can't wait to try to shake your hand. I'm looking forward to it. Not really though. I don't. I, I don't want to. I want to say I'm looking forward to it because that means you get attacked by a bear, and that would suck. I don't want you to get attacked by a bear. But if it happens, know that I'm. There's a part of me on the inside that's glowing. That's about the best I can say. So caring and love. I I don't want her attacked. I don't want her attacked. But if it happens, know that something is warm on my inside. (laughs) Mainly because, and, and, and you know what, Cowboys Girl, I promise you this. When I try to shake your right hand, I will not have the sound effect saying, I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot. I will not do that. I promise. Oh, I can't end the show better than that. Uh, that does it for us today, Ash family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be a part of tomorrow's show. So until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. I've told my man several times to send you pics if anything happens. Good. See, you know the rules. So until tomorrow, Ash family. Oh, wait, hold on. Zach just texted me. 
Arnie, you never got back to why 98 Rock turns off their comment section on their social media. Because they have no balls. You want me to say it? I'll say it. They have no balls. They can't handle the fact that people are saying their show sucks and wants that damn show back. That's why they turn off the comments. Have Arnie as your emergency contact. Take care all halfway through the week. Have a great day, ass family. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful hump day and adios. And I bought her a home with a view I took her to the end of the rainbow But all I left her was blue Seems I never had time
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.